Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Let's welcome a team guest, uh, Deline Dial, who is executive head of Secure. Oh, Deline Deal. Uh, excuse me for that. Deline Deal, executive head of Secure Citizen. And uh, we are talking about the Ford Summit. Deline, thank you very much for joining us and good evening. Thank you so much for having me. Deline, this evening you are going to be giving us a bit of a glimpse of what to expect from the Fraud Summit that will be taking place tomorrow. But before we talk about what to expect, why the the importance? What is the importance of having this Fraud Summit, um, especially in the light of the Zonda Commission that we have recently seen, the four um, you know, uh, compilations of reports being handed over to the public and to the president? So I think it's really important from a, a fraud summit perspective that as South Africans, we we become more aware and we arm ourselves with information in terms of how to act when when we are either a victim of fraud or we know about fraud happening. And entities such as Southern African Fraud Prevention Services are uh, not-for-profit organizations who are custodians of fraud prevention and they they work with a variety of industries and they share fraud trends across a variety of industries. We had the sector events last week where you have a variety of companies that come together and realize that fraud is a non-competitive issue that needs to be fought from all avenues and, and all aspects. So this fraud summit is really important in terms of businesses and individuals being able to gather as much information as possible in terms of how to make sure that we keep our country on the right path. Well, we all want to make sure that we are on the right path, but clearly it starts with individuals who are mm-hmm. within organizations. So let's talk about um, the purpose and what to expect from the Ford Summit that is happening tomorrow. Well, we've got some we've got very um, exciting speakers that are going to be joining us tomorrow, and um, we've got a lovely keynote event that we're starting the day with. But we also have visitors from Australia, from the UK. So it's not just uh, an inward focus in terms of Southern Africa. It also looks at what's happening outside in the world uh, because we know that you know it's a global economy. Um, the World Wide Web has made it possible for us to interact. Across the across borders, there are no more um, fraudsters interact across borders, and it's important for us to make sure that we understand the trends across borders too. We will also be um, giving some insight into so Secure Citizen acts as the digital identity arm of SAFPS, and we're going to be speaking about a recent solution that we launched at Ecom Africa. And we're also doing a soft launch tomorrow in terms of a new solution that we will be offering to consumers and citizens of South Africa who want to make sure that they are dealing with the right person when engaging in transactions. Now, with fraud being so rife, um, how can we best prevent it? What is it that we can do on our individual capacity and also for organizations to prevent fraudulent activity? I think the important thing that we need to realize is that data breaches have been around for a very long time, but we know that they are ramping up. We are seeing it in the news more often. We are seeing from a statistics perspective that it is it is happening in companies of all sizes. 
And the most important thing that we can put out there for companies and for individuals is that you need to do what you can to protect your own information, but understand that companies are victims in these situations too. The only bad guys here are the fraudsters. Companies need our information to be able to serve us with the services that we've become accustomed to. But we as individuals need to do whatever we can to protect our information, to be vigilant and to be cautious in terms of how we share information. So if you receive a phone call or a text or an email from somebody asking for your information, it is your right to put down the phone and call the official line. Ask them for a reference number, call the official line, go to the official website. Um, if you receive a suspicious email, make sure that you investigate, look at the URL, the, the link that is sent to you. And if anything seems off the spelling, anything at all, and it's not somebody that you have, that you know, then do whatever you can from an individual perspective to protect yourself. We are also moving towards using biometrics rather than information to verify the identity of individuals. And as consumers, we should actually start pushing companies to not use just information to verify you as an individual. Because we know that our information is, is, has been leaked on multiple occasions. Mm. And as companies, we, we need to hold companies accountable. We've made the technology affordable and it is easy to implement. Companies should be moving towards using innovation and technology in a way to combat fraud. So we as a, as a company, for instance, we focus purely on fraud prevention. It is our first and um, highest priority in our company. And that's why we partnered with Southern African Fraud Prevention Services. You know, when uh, I think of fraud and how susceptible we are as individuals and financial institutions especially, I think of uh, the many messages we end up getting on our cell phones via WhatsApp, SMS, uh, the calls that we get that end up getting uh, hold of our personal information. And clearly more needs to be done. But when one has a fraud case, it's always difficult, and I'm sure you've noticed this, Deline. It's always difficult to open up a case against them. You've been uh, a victim of fraud. Now you need to go and report it, but you don't have the proof. You don't, you know, it, it, it becomes such a tedious exercise to get these fraudsters apprehended. So is there a way, or will you be discussing such at the fraud summit tomorrow? Absolutely. I think the, the, the scary statistic for us is, SAFPS um, has offered a service uh, for quite a while now called the Protective Registration. And that is a way for, for consumers to go the extra links and, and, and you can register for a Protective Registration. And what that does is it makes companies realize that you need to take extra care that this is potentially a, a, an existing victim of identity theft or somebody who has experienced fraud or just a, a citizen who is is careful with their information. What a protective registration then does is it tells the financial institutions or the retailers that provide credit or even a, a telco that wants to open an account that you need to take extra measures in identifying this individual. We've, we've gone to the point of being able to make that a digital protective registration. You can actually do this from the comfort of your home in less than a minute. And all you need is your smart ID or your green ID book and a, a, a device that can take a selfie. 
because we actually verify the facial features against the Department of Home Affairs image to verify that you are who you claim to be. We validate that against your identity document. And that digital protective registration is something that you get a reference number for. And when a company wants to, if you then want to take out credit, the company needs to ask you for your protective registration reference number. And we will make it possible for you to be able to have this in the palm of your hand. Hmm. Very, very interesting. Uh, are there any um, contact details for those who would like to join in on uh, the summit? I'm sure you are having it virtually, so a lot of South Africans might be keen. Yes, yeah, so if you if you go on to the safps.org.za website, you'll be able to um, get some information there about under the news and events tab. And there's also on the right-hand side of the landing page is more information about how to protect your identity from fraud with the ability to go through that digital protective registration reference number. It's really important for consumers to understand that, yes, fraudsters are capitalizing on the fact that we are living in a digital economy, but it is also our right as consumers to participate in that digital economy without the fear of fraud. Technology is there to enable our lives, and and it's also important for people to know whether you are digitally active or not. If you are over 18, you are a, a potential victim. It's not about whether you are putting your information on a website or on a digital platform. All you are doing by not engaging in the digital um, community is withholding yourself from that, that luxury. Fraudsters will still be able to access your information by by hacking companies. We see that happening all the time with malware and data breaches. So those people that have been breached in those companies are not necessarily all digitally active. They're just consumers that use that company's services. So if we look at the one that's most recent, Diskem, the 3.6 million individuals, those are people that that go to Diskem and and shop at Diskem or have loyalty at Diskem doesn't mean that they're digitally active, but we are making it possible for people to engage on websites, in apps, and protect yourself. Mm, excellent. That website, one more time, please, Deline, before we wrap up. It is safps.org.za. Alternatively, if you go onto LinkedIn or uh, Facebook under the Secure Citizen tab, you'd be able to see that uh, we provide a link that people just click on, can click on um, to, to access the, the SAFPS Summit information. Well, I'm hoping that everything goes well tomorrow at the summit. It seems like it's going to be a great success and a big eye-opener. Thank you for joining us, Deline. Thank you so much for having me.